奉主耶稣圣名正道。In the name of Lord Jesus, I deliver sermon. 靠着圣灵的带领，我们今天晚上要讲临别秋波。Under the guidance of Holy Spirit, this evening I would like to share with the topic parting glances, a tearful farewell. 什么叫做临别秋波 ？What do we mean by parting glances？ 下一页，这是一句中文的成语。啊 ，This is an idiom of 呃、uh, in Chinese。临别或者临去，就是快要分离的意思了。啊、uh, ，Before departure, it means that 呃、uh, people are 呃、uh, are about 呃、uh, parting。秋波啊，代表秋天的这个河水。And the last in the last two words in Chinese actually means the autumn river water or wave. Ah, 古人很有想象力 And the ancient days, uh, the poet was very, uh, they are full of imagination. 下一页，秋天的水啊，反映出来，水汪汪亮亮的 And the water in the autumn, uh, it reflects, uh, this shininess. 那一个人的眼睛如果水汪汪，就是想要哭，想要哭的样子。If a person's eyes is watery, it's uh, it seems like the person was about to cry. 那为什么他的眼睛会那么亮，会水汪汪，想要哭呢 ？And why is the person's eye, uh, so, uh, so much water? 因为离别的时候啊，都充满了情感。Because at the time of parting, it's full of emotion. 有时候都已经说了再见了。And sometimes it's even Uh, people have already bid farewell. But after walking for a while, they look back. The kind of parting glances just reflect uh, a lot of uh, feelings. There's no uh, great uh, weeping, but yet uh, there is uh, tears in the eye. Maybe uh, we're just uh, holding back uh, the tears. We're in China. Many little friends are all here. They are born here, so Chinese don't understand. So today, I'll tell you a little phrase. I believe that a lot of uh, youth uh, who are born in Canada probably you don't know this Chinese idiom, but I'm just telling you that this "临别秋波" uh, means that parting eyes. Like autumn river waves. 虽然你虽然不懂这句成语，但是你有时候在机场啊，在火车站啊，都看到人家分离的时候，都会有这种表现。And often, uh, when you are at the airport or some of the uh, uh, places that you see people parting. 圣经里面有记载，使徒保罗也有临别秋波的时候。In the Bible, it also records uh, Paul. Uh, when it was time for him to part with other members. And not only he himself, uh, he was parting uh, the church that he once pastored. And today we like to look closely uh, into how Paul uh, has parted from his church. Please turn to the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 17. Book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 17. Let's read together. One, two, three. Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,你先读。Militus,
and he knows that he was about to go to Rome, and then he's going to depart. And he was about to depart for Jerusalem. So before his departure, uh, he actually called upon the elders of the church. And this is very different from the way uh, that we bid farewell to our resident pastor. And today, if we uh, have this occasion to bid farewell to the uh, resident preacher, we probably have a cake or just uh, have uh, sing a few hymns. In those days, it was not so. And Paul only called upon the elders of the church. And he asked all of the elders from the churches across Ephesus to come and see him. They, they did not have any cake cutting or him singing. There was a very important message that Paul had for the elders. So uh, if we take a look at the Miletus, how far is it uh, away from Ephesus? There was approximately 80 kilometers. And today it probably takes an hour for us to drive there. And if you were to walk, uh, it probably would take a few days. And because it's so distance, and there are a lot of elders who are in the middle age or elder age. Why is there a purpose for him to ask or call upon those elders to come together? Because Paul has a very important critical message for them. And Paul knew better. At this occasion, when they part, they will never uh, see uh, each other once again. Please turn to Book of Acts chapter 20, verse 25. Verse 25. Let's read together. Verse so it was very clear that Paul told the elders that I know very clearly there's Holy Spirit in Paul uh, he know that the Holy Spirit is guiding him in the future we'll see uh, you will see me no more uh, usually when we uh, bid farewell to someone, someone uh, we probably will see them again. But Paul said over here, uh, in the future, you will not see my face again. Because now he was about to go to Jerusalem. There was chains and also tribulation awaiting for him. It was really a question whether he can uh, really live uh, through the trials. And in those days, he has to go through so much tribulation. And he has been spending a lot of time over at Ephesus. Even if he were to be alive, uh, there are still a lot of places for him to visit. His goal to enter into the end of the world, uh, to preach. 
in the context of those days, uh, it means uh, Spain. And he wanted to go to Rome. Uh, at the same time, he also wanted to go to Spain. So he would never uh, go back to Ephesus again. Therefore, there was a very important message to pass across the elders. Why did he want to uh, tell the elders? Because elders are the overseers of the church. So tell them very clearly. And then they will also convey the message clearly to the uh, congregation. If the elders of the church were to be right on their way, uh, the church will be right on the way too. If the leaders of the church is wrong in their way, then the church will go astray. So what is the uh, important point or, or the point of takeaway here? There are three points. At this time of parting, uh, there are three very important uh, notes to take. One of that uh, is retrospect. Second is warning. And third is uh, to uh, look in the future. And today, this is very critical to all leaders and elders of the church. Today. And first of all, we'd like to uh, see what uh, uh, Paul was reviewing about. Let's turn to chapter 20. Verse 31. Book of Acts chapter 20, verse 1. 31. So Paul一回顾啊，就回顾到他过去三年在这个地区传福音，流了很多很多的眼泪。in retrospect, Paul uh, remember uh, in the past three years, uh, he has never ceased in warning everyone and also shedding tears. And this is hard to imagine. As a man and also as a chosen one of God and also as a pastor, he's a strong character yet, but he was in tears. Uh, it may be acceptable to be in tears uh, once in a while, but yet he mentioned over here that he was day and night in tears. So why did Paul uh, wept for the church? Then you should ask yourself, why are you tearing over your children? For those who have no children, you will never... Uh, be able to experience how is it like to be uh, caring about your children. And if you don't marry or if you don't have uh, children, uh, the most that you can worry about is yourself. But when you shed tears uh, for the children that you love, uh, it's very precious. But as a man, why did Paul shed his tears? And there is also a Chinese idiom, uh, everyone has to learn. There's a Chinese saying that a man does not easily shed tears. And people always quote uh, the first half of this idiom. And that's why a lot of parents quote this and ask the boys not to cry. 
But as we uh, use this idiom, we should not use the uh, first half of it, but the later half as well. The latter half, um, it says, until his heart is broken. As men, uh, it's very hard to shed tears. And if you were being uh, bit by mos mosquito, you never cry. And you never cry uh, looking at a mouse. But when did a man cry? Uh, there was a point of time where it was so sad. And he will cry. But as men, a lot of people will just hide behind or cry behind others. But Paul over here, he has no reservation of telling people that he was in tears day and night for every morning. And think about this, why was he in tears? If you have a child uh, who is very behaving, will you cry over him? Of course not. You'll be more than happy to think about him. But if this child is problematic, and if there's a lot of things that always uh, keep you worried, even doing a lot of things that is uh, 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 not bringing hope to you. But you cannot abandon them because they are your child. And you cannot just resign from it because you are the parent. So it means it proves over here that Paul is a person of full affection. We know that Paul uh, is never perfect. And he has his own shortcoming. But he was a person full of affection. Therefore, as men, we should not be afraid of crying. And we should not be only crying uh, when in times of weakness. A true man uh, who has true affection. And he can always cry uh, for the matters uh, that is in his heart. And he did not really explain why Paul uh, shed his tears over here. And because uh, for the sake of the church and everyone that he shed his tears. And, and today we need a uh, workers of God that is full of affection. Also, we need uh, brothers and sisters who are uh, full of affection. If you come to a church and seeing everyone with poker faces, and people were crying, you you are not crying, and people were laughing, you don't laugh together. Is that being spiritual? Of course, during services, you have to be uh, solemn. But as men, we all have affection. Uh, let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. Chapter 2, verse 4. Chapter 2, verse 4. Let's read together. 多多的流泪写信给你们不是叫你们忧愁乃是叫你们知道我隔爱的疼爱你们保罗 
this is how Paul said uh, the same way when he wrote to the church in Corinth. He said, For out of much affliction and anguish of heart I wrote to you. When a child was little, uh, it does not uh, bring much sorrow to parents. When does your child bring pain to you? It is during their adolescence. They thought that they know something, but actually they don't. Uh, they may fight back in their words, or they may be perversive. And uh, the church in Corinth is just like this. If, church, if Paul never loved the church, he would never uh, shed his tears for them. Uh, does it matter to you if other people's children that, that actually were in prisons? And other people's children went to the hospital, will you cry for them? No. If it is your own child that goes to jail, or if your own child goes to the hospital, then you will cry. Because you love them. Therefore, in retrospect, Paul shed a lot of tears. So what is the very reason that made Paul shed his tears? Let's turn to Book of Acts chapter 19, verse 9. Chapter 19, verse 9. Let's read together. And this is the case where uh, when Paul was pastoring this church, uh, he has often uh, attacked. So Paul was preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only the Jews did not believe what he preached, uh, they slander against him. They accuse him for violating, uh, violating the law. They accusing him for preaching heresy. Of course, if somebody willfully attacking him, they could just accuse him for no reason. All they wanted to do is to have everyone not believing in Paul. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of personal attacks against Paul. Uh, they will say that uh, Paul is a bad person. Paul is someone who you cannot believe. And all these people who attacked Paul wasn't the uh, Gentiles. But rather, his own people, the Jews. And think about this. If your own people that is attacking you, you'll be very sad. Let's turn to chapter 20, verse 19. Chapter 20, verse 19. Let's read together. And the attacks of the Jews is not only by words, uh, they also wanted to take his life. Wow. 
，所以你看保罗，你说他伤不伤心？为了要救人的灵魂，为了要救他的同胞，被人家攻击。And if you think about this, if you were to be attacked the same way, weren't you be in tears? 但是保罗的他回顾他的侍奉。So, uh, Paul was uh, reviewing his own、uh, service to the Lord. 他还得到一个结论。And there's one conclusion. 这个是神给我的试炼。Which is that this is the very trial that God has given me. 这个不是只是人来的攻击，是神容许的。And this is not the attacks of man, but rather it is allowed by God. So a trial to me. 神要试炼我。So God wanted to trial me. 我就是要忍耐啊。So I have to be a patient. 今天我们也是一样。And today it also applies to ourselves. 生活当中可能被人家误解，被人家攻击。In our everyday life, perhaps we may be attacked by others. 可能也是你会为做对的事情被人家来攻击你。Or maybe, uh, you have been attacked for the right thing that you did. 有时候也有男人竟偷偷流下眼泪，干成祷告。And as a man, uh, maybe we're uh crying behind the scene and praying to God. 但是我们要想。But we have to think about this. 这是神给我的考验的试炼的机会。That all these are the very trial that God has uh given me. If someone were、uh, to slander against me, I can never uh, uh, bad mouth about them. I have to learn to endure. This is when he thinks about it. His eyes have value. And when he、uh, review about all these, and his tears is definitely valuable. And when he reviews about all these, and his tears is definitely And in retrospect,、uh, Paul was reflecting on what he has done. Is actually he feel uh being uh blameless. 问心无愧，并不是神那么完全说一件错事都没有做，不是这个意思。Being blameless, it doesn't mean that you're uh as perfect as God and nothing wrong you have done. 人都有会有做错的事情。And as men,、uh, we often make mistakes. 可能会讲错话。Sometimes we said the wrong thing. 或者是脾气不好。Sometimes we're bad in temper.、Uh, 语气语气不是那么温和。Or maybe the way we say things were very, uh, uh, very offensive. 但是保罗他回想他个人的内心呢。But then Paul,、uh, think about his own、uh, heart, examine his own. 保罗可以说是问心无愧。And Paul is actually blameless in this case. 因为在过去三年里面。Because in the past three years. 跟你们有益处的。That anything that、uh, is good for you, and then anything that is helpful, I、uh, never hold back. We know men are afraid of offending. And as men, we often afraid、uh, that we might offend someone. Sometimes during meetings, during meetings, a lot of people kept silent. This is the majority of men. And、uh, that is the silent majority. Hey, 明明这个不对啊，但是不敢讲话。And even though something is wrong, but nobody speaks up. Why is that? Because once you say it,、uh, you might offend someone. And sometimes when when、uh, brothers and sisters were、uh, getting together, 明明看到对方这样做不对了，你也不敢讲他。Maybe you saw something that is wrong that people did, but you just didn't want to say about it. 想说我讲了得罪人了。And you might think to yourself that、uh, the moment when I say it, I might offend the person. 如果你怕得罪人，你是不会敢讲真话。If you are afraid to offend others, you will never say the truth. 保罗这个人。他敢讲真话。Paul is someone who who dare to speak the truth. 他说有两种情况他在讲话。
Because there are two uh, circumstances he speaks. One of which is publicly uh, during sermonizing. And in the sermon of uh, Paul, it's never uh, been a sermon of greetings. He was never talking about uh, God is love and uh, God love everyone. And he's always pinpointing uh, the uh, shortcomings of the members and where the weaknesses of people lies. And just like into verse 21, that everyone has to repent. And then also Paul uh, will visit the, the family. Over at verse uh, 20, it says that uh, from house to house that he visit. And then he saw something wrong. And there was a pastor who went to a member's house to visit. And then this member uh, actually served uh, tea and also fruits. And was very polite in uh, receiving the preacher. But the preacher was going there not for the food and drink. And he saw that there was something uh, superstitious uh, that this member actually hung on the wall. And then uh, this preacher was praying in his heart. You know, as uh, the as a Christian, uh, we should not be hanging this kind of thing at home. So during uh, when they were having the food and drink, uh, he actually conveyed a message to the member. And this this thing, dragon, uh, it should not exist in the Christian family. And he told the member directly. And he was not afraid of offending. And thanks to the grace of God, this brother listened to the advice of the preacher. Because a dragon symbolizes the uh, Satan and also uh, the evil ones. And in a Christian family, you should not have this kind of thing at home. And he accepted the advice. Sometimes if you observe something that our members did against the teachings of the Bible, you need to say it boldly. Even though you're not the elders or the deacons or you're not the uh, uh, preacher. If you're the uh, uh, this, uh, seasoned members and you know the teachings of God, anyone who has done uh, things that is against the teachings of God, uh, you should be bold enough to tell them. And if you don't tell them, uh, you, you are responsible for it in the future. But if you were to say it, and if the person uh, neglected what your advice was, uh, then it's not your responsibility. So when Paul, in retrospect, uh, he reviewed his own works, uh, he was blameless. Everything that I need to say, I said it. And this is very important. And why was he able to say this? 
And he also reviewed about himself. Let's read uh, chapter 20, verse 33. Chapter 20, verse 33. And why was Paul a bold enough to say? Because he has no covetousness. Uh, he would never be uh, this, uh, uh, bold enough to, to say the truth if he were uh, to be greedy or covet over the silver and gold of the members. And if someone were to treat him to an expensive meal, were he able to say things boldly? And Paul did not regard any of this thing important. And he did not request or demand the church at that time for all these things. And therefore, just because he has no greed, people hate him. And this kind of worker of God in the eyes of God is very precious. And it is also the most precious to have this kind of faithful worker in the church. But sometimes uh, the worker that always speak the truth may not be the most welcome one, even to the point where people hate him. But Paul said this is regardless. When I review about myself, there is, uh, there is uh, nothing uh, that I can blame. Let's read uh, chapter 20, verse 26. Verse 26. 所以我今日向你们证明，你们中间无论何人死亡，罪不在我身上。哇，保罗这句话非常的严重，非常的严厉。And this statement was very stern.都跟长老讲的，所有的长老在他面前呢，走了走了八十公里来到来来到他的面前啊。And he was speaking to all these elders, uh, traveling, uh, travel for eighty kilometers.他对着这些长老讲啊，你们中间以后任何人死掉，不管我是啊。He said over here. That I am innocent of the blood of all men in the future. That is referring, that was referring to the spiritual death. If you don't keep the teachings of God, at the end, uh, you, were, uh, you were not able to receive eternal life. And if you don't preach the truth, if you don't bring the church or lead the church into the way of God, if those uh, lambs were to wither or to die, who's going to be responsible for You are the one, the overseers. And Paul said over here that uh, I have said everything and then you will not hold me accountable. In the original text, it said, I'm innocent of the blood of all men. And the shedding of blood of these men has nothing to do with me. And this is a faithful worker of God. That he has to say whatever that is necessary to say. So whether uh, these uh, elders were 
uh, to carry out their overseeing duties. And whether the leaders of the church will guide the church in the teachings of God. They all have to be responsible fully. Because as preacher, oh, uh, we only deliver sermons. And whether uh, the members listen to it or not, it is up to the leadership of the church. But the church, uh, God will definitely question the church for the responsibility. And this lead to the second point, the warning from Paul. And after reviewing himself, uh, he warned the elders. Uh, let's read chapter 20, verse 28. Chapter Twenty,二十八节。Chapter,二十八节。圣灵立你们做全勤的监督,你们就当为自己谨慎,你为全勤谨慎,牧养神的教会,这是他用自己写手买来的。通常我们读这一段的时候,都会用来解释神的教会是
So who shepherds the church? Uh, the, the overseers. So therefore, Paul said your responsibility is heavy. Because the church has been purchased with the precious blood of God. It has been purchased uh, with the life of God. And all the members under your hand has been purchased with the uh, uh, blood of God. And therefore, uh, Paul was warning the overseers that you have to be careful. Why was that? Because a lot of people's spiritual life is in your hands. Just like into the one uh, who drives the plane. And can the person uh, take a nap? Uh, there are several hundred people on board, and all it has to do with press of a button and a wrong decision. The plane will crash. Therefore, Paul said over here, as overseers, you have to be cautious. And you have to be uh, cautious uh, over the church. And you should not regard yourself uh, being a, a anointed one, uh, just like to, uh, to be an official. And just don't treat yourself just like an official, uh, being a deacon or being a board member of a church. And you need to be responsible for the spiritual life of members. And you have to be cautious yourself. You need, what do you mean by uh, being alertful of yourself? That you need to be alertful of the uh, the actions that you have. Not only the words that you preach, your deeds, whether it can serve as a, an example. You need to always ask yourself, uh, this, the way that you, you, you conduct things, uh, is this something that uh, the members will follow? Is it an example? And you need to be cautious over the words that you preach. And, when we're delivering sermon over here, it's not about uh, sharing your own feelings. As a matter of fact, if you look at the Bible, uh, speaking sermon is not about sharing your personal feelings. And the Bible only says that when you sermonize, uh, you are proclaiming uh, the words of God. Therefore, you need to be cautious that over sermonizing, uh, you cannot share your personal feeling. The words of God is only right or wrong. So, Therefore, the second warning that Paul had over the overseers of the church is the leadership. And also in the future, the church will have to face a great battle. Because in the future, uh, Paul knew better that something is going to happen. That uh, the church in Ephesus will have to face great uh, tribulations. 
Let's read verse 29. Let's read together. Yeah, and in the Holy Spirit, Paul knew this. He said, For I know this, that after my departure, Sabbath wolf will come. And why uh, the uh, Sabbath wolf did not come when Paul was there? Because Paul was very spiritual. And he know the truth. And as a faithful servant, uh, he's always with his weapon. How can this wolf uh, ever get close to them? Uh, there's absolutely no uh, wolves around because uh, the moment when he stepped around, uh, Paul would have killed them. The great uh, workers of God over here, uh, the wolves will never come. But then this wolf is very smart. When a shepherd is here, will not come close. But when a shepherd is not around, will come. And what does this uh, savage wolves uh, symbolize? Let's turn to Gospel of Matthew chapter 7. 七章十五节, chapter 7 verse 15. Chapter 7 verse 15. 你们要防备假限制他们到你们这里来外面披着羊皮里面却是残暴的狼哇主耶稣在讲了到底这只狼是什么 so the Lord Jesus actually explained uh, what this wolf is about. That is false prophet. That hourly he has this sheep's clothing. And he actually came from outside. And he pretend to be a Christian. He pretend to be one of us. And then he was among uh, the members. And it seems that he assimilated himself within the uh, group. But whether he's here to believe. He was not here to, to believe. Why is he, what is he doing here? He was here uh, to steal the land. He was here to slaughter the land. If you look at this picture, uh, does it look like a wolf or a lamb? If you look afar, it looks like it seems like a, a lamb, but if you look closely, it's actually a wolf. Therefore, Paul knows that in the future, uh, there are people from outside uh, will come into the church and affect the church. In the past, this happened. And some people came to the church uh, to preach about his own belief. And some even uh, brought the entire family uh, from us. Uh, therefore, the leaders of the church have to be extra cautious. Because this uh, spiritual battle, we can never be pleased about. And we cannot be relaxed. And then what is the warning that he had for them? 
外面的问题不单只是外面，有时候内部自己出问题了。And sometimes problem does not only come from outside. Uh, sometimes problem also exists within. 我们看使徒二十章二三十节。Let's turn to Book of Acts chapter twenty verse thirty。三十节。Verse and this is even a greater problem. And it is very easy to defend what is coming from outside. But uh, Paul says that uh, it is among yourselves. Among yourselves, meaning uh, the elders, the, the overseers, and the leaders of the church. And today is means uh, the preacher, uh, the deacons. And also the board members of the church. If we are not alertful spiritually, if we do not have a clear mind, if we are proud, or maybe we have something against the church, and the spirit in you will be affected. And this uh, spirit will destroy. And gradually you might have doubt over the basic uh, doctrines that we have. And sometimes we have doubt uh, towards uh, our belief, uh, one true church. If a member uh, fell, that he would just leave. But if an overseer were to be uh, distorted or go astray, uh, he would bring a group of people. Or maybe a pastor that has gone astray, uh, he will bring a group of people from the church. And all these people will attempt uh, people to follow them. And today there are two kinds of workers of God. One, of, uh, one kind of uh, workers of God is the one who is faithful. It's the one who tells you that do not follow me. And do not come to the church for the sake of me. And do not worship me. And do not be my fans. I don't need no offense. Uh, you don't need to follow me. All you have to do is to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And he will rebuke uh, members from following him. And that is the faithful worker of God. And there's another kind of worker. And he will try to gather uh, members. And he loved to have members uh, to be with him. And he loved a follower. He liked uh, fans around him. And all these people have been deceived by the devil. Therefore, Paul specifically warned uh, the overseers. I know that among uh, you, that will people go astray. And they will attempt all those members to follow them. Meaning that if you have this kind of contemplation, you better uh, be uh, repenting now. 
if you don't repent, in the future, you will affect a lot of people. Uh, therefore, Paul encouraged and also warned uh, these members. Let's read uh, verse 31. Verse 31. Then we realize that what is the true reason for Paul to shed tears? It was not about him being accused or being wrong. It was not, uh, he cried, does not mean, uh, it was not because that uh, he's been uh, uh, Because he cried because he could see this crisis in spirit. Especially he saw all those uh, overseers. And there are some of them, their heart is not right. Therefore, Paul uh, prayed for those overseers day and night. And today, as pastors, same as all other pastors, as a faithful workers of God, uh, they always pray uh, for the elders, the deacons, the workers of the church. And the true leaders of the church uh, are the uh, uh, local deacons, elders. And the pastor always been sent uh, overseas. Therefore, we have to always pray for uh, the overseers of the church to be local. And you must always pray, also pray for the leaders of the church. And the third aspect is to, uh, to look forward. So what do you do in the future? So Paul was about to depart. Does it mean that the church was about to collapse? No. Let's read the, uh, verse 32. Verse 32. Yeah, Paul has already command uh, the church to God. Not only uh, Paul reminded himself, he also reminded uh, the rest of the people of the church that the church is not his. And the church does not belong to the overseers. You should not be thinking that you are the first to move to this area and the church is yours. And you should not be feeling that I am the church, uh, I am the deacons or the elders of a church and the church is mine. Or you should not be thinking that as a church uh, board member, uh, the church is yours. So who uh, uh, So the church uh, belongs to God. And this is the uh, specialty of uh, true Jesus Church. 
If you look at the secular churches, uh, the churches actually belong to their own uh, pastors. 有一些教会长老最大，所以长老说了算。And there are some uh, outside churches, uh, the elders is the greatest. Therefore, they have a say. 真耶稣教会，教会是耶稣的。But in true church, the church belong to God. 所以我保罗走没有关系、啊。Therefore, Paul, for Paul to depart is okay. 我把你们交托给神。That I have commanded you to God. Because after my departure, there's nothing I can do for you. There's nothing I can say for you. And the, the kind of work that you conduct, I will no longer have influence. So therefore, I command you to God. And this is a very important concept. The true Jesus Church is of God. It is not of the preacher. Therefore, it is regardless for preachers to have been rotating every other year. The God will guide the church himself. As long as the leaders of the church always lead the members in the ways of God, 愿意顺服真理 ，and also willing to submit to the truth， 愿意同心 ，and also willing to be in one. 这个教会就会越来越发展。And this church will find that it will grow continuously. 所以保罗的展望就是我把你交给神了。Therefore, the vision of Paul is such that in the future I will commend you to God. 我已经我已经责任完成了。And I have completed my responsibility. 之后发生什么事情跟我没有直接的责任了，因为神会带领，神会负责。Anything happen later on has nothing to do with me, but yet God will guide you. 我只是为你们继续祷告就好了。And I will continue to pray for you. 还有保罗说，我把你把这个教会交给神恩惠的道。And also Paul says that I will hand over this church to the grace of God. The word of His grace. The word of His grace. 神的道是恩典。Because the word of grace, the word of God is grace. If you keep the words of God, there is grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed over to the God of grace. So Paul has handed And each every single pastor will hand over the church they pastor in the past six years to God. Because true Jesus Church is the church of the end days. One true church. One true church. And the important point is not about who, but rather this word of God. And this word will allow us to receive the inheritance together. And God was full of hope. Paul was full of hope. And then he entrusted this church to God. And so after he said that uh, he has his own now uh, parting glances. Over at verse 36. Verse 37. Verse 37. Verse 37. Verse 
38節,到這裡,教他們最傷心的,就是他說,以後不能再見我的面那句話,於是就送他上船了。So Paul has said what he has to say.當時以以弗所的從以弗所來的這些眾長老啊,就忍不住了,就大哭了。And all these elders from Ephesus uh, couldn't hold on anymore, they wept.為什麼會哭呢?Why did they wept?每個人的心情不一樣。Everyone has a different take. And some people just wouldn't uh, want to let Paul uh, go away because in the future they will not see him again. But then uh, there's other feelings that others have. So did Paul cry? Do you think that Paul has wept? It did not say here. So this is all up to the readers to think about. That uh, with all this uh, parting glances, let's sing him. Please sing him number 186. 